93.9 The Eagle, broadcasting live from the Zimmer Radio Group World Headquarters. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry. This city is my city. ready for interviews with movers and shakers from our community as we dive in for a deeper look inside Columbia. Now, here's your host, Fred Perry. And welcome to the CEO Roundtable Show. Hope you're enjoying your weekend. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. We got a great guest in the studio this weekend. We are visiting with Nick Parks, who is the founder of Parks Amusements, but uh, you may also uh, know Nick because he is the owner of uh, Level Up out at Columbia Mall. Uh, he is the owner of the pinball company, but also, uh, the Silverball Arcade downtown on 9th Street and, uh, and Shiloh, which is undergoing a very dramatic, uh, renovation, which we'll talk about. Nick, good, uh, good to have you with us. Thanks for having me. Uh, you got a lot of stuff going on right now. Do you feel the stress? <laughs> I, yes, but I sleep okay at night. Yeah. People always ask me. I sleep well. Uh huh. And I handle it. You know, I think I handle it pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're good. Tell people about your background. Uh, you've got a pretty, uh, interesting background, the way that you, you ended up getting into the business. But, uh, uh, where'd you grow up? I grew up in North County, St. Louis, mm-hmm. Florissant. Yep. Um, moved to Washington, Missouri, Franklin County. Yeah. Uh, my sophomore year of high school. So quite a different, uh, place than Florissant. Yeah. Um, but, but very good, uh, place to go, go to high school. And then uh, came to Mizzou in 1997 for yeah. undergrad. Yeah. Um, and uh, you found your way uh, into the pinball business, which I think uh, is pretty interesting. Uh, you um, were way ahead of the resurgence of pinball, and uh, you kind of doubled down on that and built a very successful company. Uh, tell us about that company today. Yeah, so people know me for various businesses, so yeah. I, I always have to go back to it all started selling pinball machines online. Yeah. And, you know, every serial entrepreneur has to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, that first business is very difficult. Nobody will lend you any money. Everyone mm-hmm. thinks it's a bad idea. Um, so I went out there and said, I'm going to sell pinball machines online. Yeah. And this is, you know, 2006. So, you know, internet existed, but online retail of pinball machines was kind of a little bit out there mm-hmm. as an idea. Um, and logistically it is a difficult business, but we, you know, we were able to make it happen. So we've been doing that for 16 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and your wife, Brooke, uh, is kind of running the company now. Uh, she's, uh, uh, doing all the, the stuff to, to keep that company going. And you guys have kind of diversified your business interests in recent years. Uh, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on this weekend was, uh, as you drive south on 63, uh, at the airport exit, which is highway H. Uh, or Log Providence Road, depending on uh, your perspective, uh, you begin to uh, notice this steel structure that is um, emerging. And uh, that is going to be, the, that's the structure for what's going to be the screen for your drive-in, your movie drive-in theater, correct? Correct. Drive-in yeah. movie theater. Yeah, it's starting say. to come to shape. Yeah. And actually, when I first saw that structure, you know, I was like, 
Oh, is it too is it too big? Is, is Modoc going to give me trouble for like distracting <laughs> drivers and all that? I hope not. Yeah. But uh, it, it's it's big. It's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah, you should worry more about the airplanes that are landing at the airport next door. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think many years ago there actually was a plane crash on Woodson Harris Road, Log Providence. So really, yeah, many years ago. But uh, the old timers can tell you about it. But. Um, so tell us about Lakeside. Uh, that is uh, that is coming together. This is something you've been working on for a few years. Uh, and uh, we had you on the show over a year ago, last March. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were kind of working out some of the uh, the bumps and trying to just get things worked out with the city of Ashland and the neighbors. Uh, what is the current status of, of uh, is it Lakeside Ashland? Is that what Lakeside it's Ashland, okay. yeah. What's the current status of that project? We're everything's a go and a lot of moving parts coming together. Mm-hmm. So uh, you see the screen, and we got to get electric to it here shortly to be able to put the screen panels up. And this is over five hundred two foot by three foot panels wow. that makes up the screen. Yeah, and so I'm I'm thinking sometime next month you'll actually see those panels going up, and we could actually show a movie, but we won't because there's all these other pieces of the puzzle. And we call it a drive-in. I'm calling it an outdoor movie theater because oh, okay. initially it was a drive-in. But the concept evolved to where now you park, and there's a couple rows up front that you can park. They're VIP spots, the mm-hmm. bigger spots that you can watch the movie from there. Yeah. But most people will pull into a parking spot and walk up into a very large lawn, oh. and they'll watch the movie from the lawn. Okay. And so we have to have a lawn. We've decided to put sod in, so you've got to do that. Mm-hmm. You've got to have you know five, six weeks for the roots to, you know, so yeah. before people can walk on it. And so that's all coming together. Um, the what we call initially we called the concessions building, and probably back then we called it the concessions building. Yeah. But it's basically Lakeside Grill. It's a full-on restaurant. Wow! But it'll double as the concessions building for concerts and movies. That has been uh, troubling to get first foundation with snow. Yeah. Now we've got it done and getting. You know, you got to start framing and. There's a lot of water out there right now. Yeah. It's been wet. Yep. So, you know, that's something that probably won't be done until like July, August, mm-hmm. especially furniture, like furniture, kitchen equipment. A lot of that stuff is back ordered right now. So getting everything to come wow. together and actually be able to serve food out of that is probably the last thing. But that doesn't mean we can't show movies before then. So yeah. maybe late June, July, uh, we'll have enough to we can do um, um Food trucks, porta potties, whenever we can manage that yeah. for maybe a month before we can actually use the building. So yeah. um, we've got a, a playground uh, for the kids. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very nice playground. It's being installed there right next to the building. The kids can see the movie from the playground. We moved the location, so that is now the case. And a zip line, which is me and my partner, one of my partners, Randy Singfield, we went out to uh, Orlando, the mm-hmm. amusement park show, and we basically went Ferris wheel shopping. <laughs> Um, didn't buy a Ferris wheel. <laughs> we made down the road, but yeah. we looked at all the new attractions and ultimately kind of reflecting after the show, we we're like, what about the zip line thing? Mm-hmm. That seems really, really cool. And that's what we decided to put our money in. It's yeah. something that everybody can use. It's a two seater. Anybody in the family can do little wow. kid, little kids can go with mom or dad. That's cool. Um, and it's 700 foot long, goes across the lake up to 130 feet high. So wow. you back up. 130 feet across the lake and then you zip back down yeah just takes a couple minutes but it's going to be super super fun that's great so you load uh the ride uh on the ground and it takes you to the top and then you plummet down right so right behind the restaurant the lakeside grill there yeah there's a, a little pad there you'll load there you get buckled in 
uh, it's got safety mechanisms so you can't unbuckle yourself sure. and jump into the lake. Yeah. But you're going to go backwards. It's a two-seater, so you go backwards 700 feet long up to a 130-foot pole yeah. on the other side of the lake. Wow. We call Lakeside West. Yeah. And then you zip down to the other side. Super fun. Um, it's got LED lights, so at night it lights up. So yeah. you, can, you can do it in the evening. So I'm super excited about that is uh, the first kind of like amusement attraction other sure. than the amphitheater and yeah. the movie screen. Uh, so you mentioned the lake. Uh, how big is the lake going to be? The lake is coming together. Uh, a lot of this rain is helping, but it's, it's, I've, I don't know exactly. It's probably like three, yeah. three four acres. Yep. It's a pretty good sized lake. It's yeah. very long. Uh-huh. Um, so it kind of goes across the entire property, dividing the, what we call Lakeside East and Lakeside West. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's just, uh, it's going to be beautiful. We have a lot of, um, plans for a big beach on the west side. Yeah. And a potential aqua park, which is like an, a floating obstacle course for kids to, to play on. Yeah. It's only about eight to 10 feet at the, at the deepest point. So mm-hmm. It's not a very deep lake. Yeah. But, um, it, it, it just it sits, it sits right there in the creek bed there. So damming it up and making it lake there. And I've always saw this whole thing on a lake and that's where lakeside kind of got yeah. got its name so yeah. uh but yeah yeah the original concept uh many years ago you and i talked about doing something on corporate lake uh here in columbia yeah uh why did you choose ashland what uh, what was it that led you to choose ashland so we looked at corporate lake we looked mm-hmm. at property by bass pro we looked you know there's several parcels in town that kind of made sense and yeah. the price wasn't too crazy yeah and we look at looking at corporate lake i thought it was gonna be a perfect spot yeah. it was much smaller than what we're doing at lakeside but it was basically just the drive-in concept mm-hmm. and um then we drew it sitting next to a lake the screen and then we talked about adding a ropes course and a ferris wheel or other amusement attractions around a few a few things like that mm-hmm. and that looked really cool so we had ske- that sketched out in black and white yeah and um ultimately you know, we reached out to the city to have discussions and keep in mind this is during, you know, during the pandemic, yeah. COVID stuff's going on, everyone's crazy. And the city is hyper focused on um, getting a handle on that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not really interested in new business. Yeah. Um, and so I would just say that, you know, my attempts to set up business meetings and talk about this development were not really being received. Yeah. Um, not warmly and, received. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I don't keep in mind at that time I'm looked at as a bar owner. Yeah. You know, I'm a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, let's shut these bars down. That's yeah. where all this stuff's spreading. So, yeah, I, I understand them not wanting to meet with me, but I, I, I purposefully didn't give them the purpose of the meeting when I was trying to schedule a meeting. Yeah. And um, and so then then on the other side, I found this parcel right off 63, mm-hmm. right off a major road and highway. Yep. Um, great access to both Columbia and jefferson city residents it was a good size it had this creek going through it to facilitate making our own lake yeah it was the right price uh we thought this is a home run Mm -hmm. and uh reached out to the you know the the mayor of ashland and uh was very well received Mm -hmm. and i've got i've got nothing but support from the you know the the city leadership and i would say 99 percent of the population there so yeah what I like about it is the fact that uh, when people land at Columbia Regional Airport, uh, this is one of the first things they're going to see. You know, we're getting a brand new airport terminal. Uh, it's still in the middle of a cornfield, but it's but it's one of those things where uh, when you get to that exit at H and uh, Highway 63, uh, you sort of immediately figure out, oh, you know what? There's something to do here. That's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Um, right. And so I, I think that 
kind of creates a nice gateway into our community from the airport. I think as a community, we really struggle with gateways. I-70 is so ugly. You know, Providence Road is so ugly. Business Loop is so ugly. Um, but, um, and I know there are efforts to beautify all those things, but, but, uh, we, we need to focus on our gateways. So you're kind of taking care of one of the big gateways as people come into our newly expanded airports. So, right. Um, that'll, that'll be kind of nice. Um, when you, when you look at the, the big picture, sort of the, the long-term picture, what, what other amenities are you thinking about out there? Well, we just, um, had our full pro, you know, the full Lakeside East and West development layout finished um and we're very happy with it all my partners and whatnot we're not sh- disclosing it all you know yeah. we're not trying to ruffle too many feathers out there yet before yeah. you know before we're, we're moving on but the the goal is eat play stay mm-hmm. so several restaurants there's three restaurants on the plan uh there are tons of activities mm-hmm. so we've talked about the zip line we've got a ropes course we've got miniature golf we've got four sand volleyball courts a big beach we've got pickleball Hmm. We've got, um, you know, of course, the amphitheater movie screen. We've yeah. got a big pool with a swim-up bar. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's, there's so much fun stuff in the play side. Yeah. Something on the playground, all ages. And then the stay. And we've already been reached out to by local hotel operators and, mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. And there's definitely interest in putting a hotel there long-term. You got room for it on your property? There? So we have six acres earmarked, yeah. um, which is enough for like a 200-bed hotel. Yeah. Um, some of the interest, at least now, we think that's going to be five, ten years. because well, But someone's going to want to be the first hotel at mm-hmm. near a major airport. Yeah. We'll hope to be a major airport long-term. Yeah. And... Um, um, but some of them are like, you know, 40, 50 rooms and then they'll add to them. But you may see a hotel in the next few years and then mm-hmm. they'll slowly grow into a much bigger hotel or maybe a couple smaller hotels. But then the people who are visiting mid-Missouri can, you know, come to several dining options. They can, it's a whole family and attraction and all ages can enjoy it. And then if it is sad to stay, you know, they, they right there, right next yeah. to the airport. Yeah. I would guess also that the commuting pattern between Columbia and Jeff City will also be something that uh, uh, is has some interest in in uh, kind of a pit stop or a, a, a central place to meet and and uh, uh, enjoy some family time and and or let's meet Dad there after work or whatever. And so, um, sounds like a, a pretty cool idea coming together. So, uh, you're how would you say uh, are you optimistic about this being open this summer? <laughs> That's the thing. Every time I talk to the contractor, they won't give me a date. Yeah. You know, they uh, kind of like throw around some dates. Like, you know, I think Fourth of July sounds like a good time to do something. Or, and they're like, uh, you know, that sh- that should be okay. It's like very difficult because there's so many moving parts yeah, with a lot of unknowns, supply chain and labor. So, um, and you know, I when we talked last time, we thought maybe we can do something last July. Yeah. You know, it's just this. That's just the kind of the state of things right now. Um, things take much much longer and they mm-hmm. cost much more. Yeah. Um, so. Um, I would say I, we're planning a 4th of July event, uh, for, for, for Ashland residents, uh, primarily. Mm-hmm. And we are planning a, uh, a couple weeks after that, we're planning a fundraising event, uh, for Tigers on the Prowl, which will be oh. an art and music festival, um, raising money for Tigers on the Prowl. And, uh, that would be like 
roughly July 16th is the date we've thrown out. Okay. Now, granted, both of those events may happen without the <laughs> restaurant being done. Yeah. So that both of those events would be like food trucks yeah. and, and porta-potties. Yeah. But, uh, but we're planning some things, and I think that's reasonable. That's the voice of Nick Parks. He is the uh, developer of Lakeside Ashland, and uh, we'll talk about some of his other ventures here in Columbia when we come back from this break. You're listening to the CEO Roundtable. This is your home for news, analysis, opinion, 93.9 The Eagle. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. And welcome back to the CEO Roundtable. Fred Perry, your host. Uh, we are visiting with Nick Parks who is the developer at Lakeside Ashen, but uh, you got a lot of things going on. Well, I want to come back to Lakeside Ashen before we before we uh, uh, end the program, but uh, I, I noticed on Facebook this week that uh, you have spent what looks like a lot of money and a lot of time uh, rehabbing uh, Shiloh Bar and Grill, the old Katy Station. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about that project. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we... We were, you know, um, not planning on getting in the restaurant business per se, but this then op- you came on this radio program. This, the, you know, the opportunity came because people hear me on the radio and say, "Hey, Nick Parks is doing all these things. Let me sell him my business." You know, yeah. so I'm kind of the go-to, and you would, you cannot imagine how many times it's great i yeah. love hearing all the different potential business investments that i can make yeah i can't i can't do them all right um but this one i hadn't been there in years mm-hmm. that's the story yeah i haven't been to shiloh in years yeah kind of kind of got lost and mm-hmm. not because it wasn't great yeah um and ta did an amazing job yep. over 26 years mm-hmm. running this restaurant from its prior location to this katie station location yeah and um, it's just a tough business. It'll wear you out. I yeah. kind of admire him for 26 years of running Shiloh. And I kind of pitch myself as the the perfect uh, person to take Shiloh to the, you know, to the next 26 years, or at least to help get it there. Because, you know, Lease was coming up and, of course, he didn't want to invest a ton of money in something yeah. that he was getting ready to wrap up. So um, it just needed a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, we We purchased the assets of the business we took over in september and i put together this plan to get shiloh back on the map Mm -hmm. and so started with the inside done an inside remodel paint furniture you'll notice the new light fixtures bathroom remodel there's a lot going on in the inside and now we're focusing our attention to the outside because shiloh is famous for its patio oh yeah so uh, you know, when the weather changes, it's, it's a whole new ball game at Shiloh. I mean, it it just really takes off, and and we want to take advantage of that. So you got landscaping, new outdoor seating, um, all new TVs outside, which we did new TVs in the fall. Mm-hmm. Inside now we're outside. Just put uh, three new larger TVs out there. Outdoor rated TVs are great, expensive, mm-hmm. but I think people appreciate them. Uh, sound system outside. We're getting lined up for live music again uh so we're, we're we're getting it going and uh it's everything costs a lot of money yeah but i do in the nature of kind of bringing back a historic um mm-hmm. landmark in columbia and making it great i'm making yeah. it great first regardless of expense yeah 
and then hopefully you know everything falls in place people are supported and 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 i get a return of my capital and then i can put that into the next project but yeah it's not really how much money i can make at shiloh it's really about is it reasonable that i can get my money back can i provide jobs and can i you know do something great for this community so you know the assets are it's it's a great location uh it's in a historic building used to be a railroad station for columbia the the place where you got on and got off um but, you know, I think that uh, Shiloh was famous for its wings and their ribs. They were pretty darn good. Uh, and they, uh, of course, had Sunday night burgers, which was a pretty popular promotion for a long time. But, but you know, the patio was just a great asset and uh, just a great place to spend an afternoon um, or an evening on a, when the weather allows you to. And, and uh, just a real comfortable place. And, and so... Um, so you you're taking it kind of giving it a a little bit of a rejuvenation freshening it up and and um it's um uh when when do you think you'll be finished with the project when i mean i drove by at christmas time i was blown away by the light display you <laughs> right, know and yeah. it just shocked me you know and and uh it it was a great message that hey something is happening at Shiloh and yeah. uh so when if if you were to tell the 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 person the perfect time to come back to Shiloh uh when would it be is it now I, we're going to start ramping. We, we did a lot of advertising just to see what kind of response we'd get in the fall because mm-hmm. uh, the, the advertising budget was very minimal. Yep. And I was like, well, one of the there's all these positives. What what, what are things you can improve? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make it a better experience, yep. um, you know, freshen things up, but also wanted to see if we can get the brand back on the map. Mm-hmm. So the new sign, you know, on the corner, that was old tattered Shiloh sign. Yeah. And that was what it, you know, this is Shiloh. You, with your sign, you want it to look great. Yeah. So it's a lighted, beautiful sign. Mm-hmm. Did some landscaping. Um, but I, I would say it's not going to be done, done. Uh, no restaurant's ever done. That's yeah. the restaurant. When are you going to be done? They're always evolving, yeah. changing, doing some things. But we tried a POS. It didn't work. So now we've got a new POS as of the first of the year. Wow. It's working very well. So yeah. you try things and, and some things work, some things don't. But I would say, you know, come listen to live music on Friday nights starting next Friday mm-hmm. um, and into the summer. And then game day is game time for us. Oh, you know, next yeah. fall, uh, we've got new we've got some new kitchen equipment coming in we're going to be releasing some new menu items we're not going to take you know we're going to keep the ribs and the wings and all what's great about shiloh it's still going to be have great you know burgers and all that kind of stuff but we're going to add some real entrees you're going to have steaks um you know good chicken dishes salmon all that kind of stuff so you can go with the family a larger wine selection so we're moving more into that you know nicer restaurant i wouldn't say fine dining but nicer Mm -hmm. restaurants if you go there for lunch or dinner and it's not game day you can still have a great experience yeah Good, um, and I and I have to mention yeah. before you move on yeah, to the yeah, next yeah. topic. Yeah. You know, my partner like we, could not say yes. I'm going to buy Shiloh without uh, a guy like Justin Benson who got the Silver Ball restaurant going. Mm-hmm. Then I asked him to go over to level up, and we got that kitchen going. Yeah, and and then uh, I said this guy is too talented to be running glorified concession stands at these times. Of life. I mean, he needs to be running a real restaurant. And this I, when this opportunity, I talked to him and I said, "You want to be my partner." And I facilitated, you know, him being an equity yeah. partner with me. And long term, he's going to be the face. And long term, he's going to be the guy running that restaurant. Um, I'm just facilitating the, his entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. So you'll see me for the next six to twelve months, and you may see me game days there every, you know, every year. Yeah. But as far as like the day to day and and why it's going to be great is because you know a guy like him. Yeah. Uh, Ta used to put up pretty big tents on day on day, game days. Do you plan to continue that? So now you're getting into like like long term. We yeah. have some big big plans for not only Shiloh but the entire Fourth Street area. Ah. 
So, you know, Lakeside is my focus now, but yeah. I want to make downtown Columbia a family destination again. Yeah. So we're working with, um, you know, some le- some leadership at the city. I'm, yeah. I'm introducing myself to new leadership as they take office. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've talked to the uh, tourism people downtown, um, and they're very, very excited about some of the things I'm putting together. Again, this is kind of like sketching on a napkin what downtown could be from an entertainment standpoint you're a great visionary i mean the thing about you is that you have great vision uh and then you take it one step further you actually implement it which is something most people don't ever get the chance to do so so i've got uh, some thoughts there and i would just say that step one uh you buy kind of an underappreciated asset Mm -hmm. in, in 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 downtown let's say downtown Center of Columbia is 9th Street and Broadway, I would mm-hmm. say. That's where the energy is at. Um, but I want to make the center of downtown Providence, Providence and Broadway. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we're putting some steps forward toward making that happen. But I but I would I would love to see the Ferris wheel there. Yeah. I would love to see oh, a yeah. children's museum yeah. there on that corner. I would yeah. love to see an ice skating rink there. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Just know that, you know, it's not just Shiloh that I'm working on and Shiloh Game Days. And, of course, Game Days, we're going to make it the best experience we can. So yeah. whether that's tents or uh, other things, picnic tables, we talk about, you know, all the types of things we can do there. Yeah. Long term, um, I really, my interest in is making that whole area for Street kind of continuing the Katy Trail where it ends right there at the oh, park. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, Trailhead. Yeah. And, turning that, and turning that area into Katy Station, like kind of like a Union Station. Yeah. So, you know, just kind of look out for, you know, Maybe you'll see some renderings in the next couple of years. Maybe you know there'll, there'll be some support from the city to make downtown Columbia a destination fam- for families. Yeah. And if the city will cooperate and at least get out of the way, that's where my interest will be long term. Yeah. Well, you've got a brand new, very expensive park right there, so that should help a little yep. bit. Um, mm-hmm. So let, let's talk about downtown. And you know, I, I kind of uh, there was an announcement this week uh, that uh, uh, the city was going to employ some portable lights to kind of uh, light up downtown uh, after the bars close. Um, you know, you've been down there. You have a couple of businesses down there, and you see what happens at night. You know, I'm sad to say this. I mean, you're a family man. You've got kids, uh, you know, uh, but I think a lot of people have become afraid to go downtown. And I know that sounds a little ridiculous to people that are down there all the time, because what happens is that you have these isolated incidents and they really kind of get blown up on the news. But give me your perspective. Uh, what if you could wave a magic wand, what, what is the cause and the effect of what's happening downtown this past last weekend there was something at the not too far from silver ball that was at the intersection of eighth and cherry i i think um you know what nothing to do with 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 your your establishment but it's it's close and it's downtown and every time someone hears that it probably hurts your business uh what's your perspective that's interesting. Uh, so let's, uh, I've been at, at Silver Bar. I looked for years, but I finally landed on a spot downtown on 9th Street four years, a little over four years ago, mm-hmm. uh, almost four and a half years ago. And, um, I found a guy to help run that business with me, uh, Ryan McCann. He was a banker downtown and I kind of scooped him up and a young guy, but a lot of energy. And I thought he would be a really good bar manager. And he's done a great job. Never really knew what the downtown scene was. I don't go downtown for the party and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've learned a lot. Um, and there have been some incidents. And, of course, you know, those is like, ugh, you know, you can't imagine 
what people think about me specifically and people will point man here goes nick parks again you know like all the shootings or whatever it's all my fault <laughs> you know so i'm like uh, you know okay um but but it comes down to what can you do as a business owner um to you know keep your patrons safe um to not be part of the problem uh, you know but uh, but i've also come up with some plans you know that i think would be good productive plans i've met with the um, police department talked some things through um, they have their own thoughts on how, how things can be managed, but I will let you know this. Um, yeah, I, I've, I'll always be known, uh, for what I did with Silverball, but as of the first of the year, I effectively sold Silverball. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still a partner in a way. Um, mm-hmm. um, but kind of more like back in the day, I would get a percentage of the arcade revenue at Galactic Fun Zone and Laserland. Yeah. It's kind of more that deal where yeah. I get a percentage of arcade revenue and then I lease all the equipment to Ryan and his new team. Um, so, but, that's all kind of fresh as of the verse of the year and, mm-hmm. and getting out there and people say, Hey, you want silver ball? Yeah. Kind of in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, I'm still very much a partner there, but a lot of that was because, you know, my parks amusements partners, um, and, and are, are more interested in family entertainment. Yeah. So uh, there's um, breaking news <laughs> on, yeah. your, on your show, but, yeah. but I, again, I'll always be known. I kept Cantina for now. I'm looking for a, anybody listening who's, uh, makes a good burrito or taco mm-hmm. or owns a Mexican restaurant in town looking for another location downtown where yeah. we're specking out potential, uh, partners on making that a great restaurant, uh, and still having a nightlife aspect. I use it for events, which is why we took that space over because uh, yeah. we get so many events at Silverball. Um, so I kept that piece, but I'm, I'm still involved with Silverball. But with regard to this downtown situation, um, I'm very conscious of the, uh, business owner perception. You've mm-hmm. got some people, some families who own property down there who are just vacating, selling and getting out of downtown, mm-hmm. who will not invest in downtown because of what's going on. So, um, I, I think we can go one of two directions. Like most downtown areas, it could just be taken over by the college students and and and, and whatnot, and families won't go down there, mm-hmm. you know. Or we can we can invest in downtown, um, get a handle on the crime the best we can, and um, make it one of the best downtowns, college towns in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would be my goal to help with that. So I don't know how to f- keep people from shooting, you know, people downtown or bringing guns. Mm-hmm. Um, we know there's geez, there's been growing amount of crime, but as a business owner downtown, I'm concerned, but also optimistic that we can get a handle of it. And the city definitely, you know, has a plan. But I would like to be part of that. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like we need a stronger police presence in downtown at that hour? That's the that's the, that's the 100 percent the problem. You, as a barner, when I would be down there, or I would be watching camera footage, or I would hear from people, you you don't see any officers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say. I've been, you know, hearing from my managers now and, and uh, that they're seeing more okay. in the last few weeks and that they think it's effective. Yeah. So I, they have a plan for uh, brighter lights. Uh, there's been some studies in some towns where they said that if they played lullabies on loudspeakers in downtowns that the people <laughs> will go away. Uh, no, this is serious. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's interesting. None of the plans, you know, talk about like, you know, you know trying to, you know, get guns out of people's hands or like, you know, crack down on people shooting each other. Or like, you know, I don't know. I think there, we've talked in the past about, you know, poverty and how that affects. And there's yeah. uh, on the grand scheme, you know, we've definitely got a, we've, we've there's, there's a plan that we can get this done. But that's the voice of Nick Parks. He is the owner of Parks Amusements. When we come back, uh, we'll continue our conversation. You're listening to 93.9 The Eagle.
This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. And welcome back to the CEO Roundtable Show. Fred Perry, we are visiting with Nick Parks, the owner of Parks Amusements. And uh, we've been talking about lots of things. And, and uh, we've talked about the renovations at Shiloh and some of the exciting things that Nick has planned for Shiloh at the corner of 4th and Broadway. But also uh, Lakeside Ashen, which uh, we hope will open this summer with a uh, movie theater, a drive-in movie theater, or what, what are you calling it outdoor now? Outdoor movie outdoor theater. Outdoor movie theater. It's Very a good. totally unique okay. experience, yes. Yeah, lots of uh, amenities out there uh, in an area where nothing currently exists. And so uh, I notice uh, next week there's a uh, a, a Jason Farm being auctioned off, and, and uh, uh, it is being... Uh, auctioned off uh and the promotions on the radio say perfect for development and so that was something that you heard from a lot of neighbors down there they didn't want any development but now it's being promoted as perfect for development so anyway it's it's uh funny how how things uh, evolve over time um i want to talk a little bit about uh, level up and yeah. uh, my family recently went to level up and uh had a great time and uh you have made a significant investment out there uh that is uh, tell tell our listeners who don't know what what can you do what are some of the amenities at level up so it's a bowling centered family entertainment center okay. so bowling is the main attraction mm-hmm. and um we we have uh chosen a, a business um plan that's very similar to a place called main event uh which is actually just got bought out by dave and busters um it's a big family acquisition for them to get more into the family business Mm -hmm. um but they as a place they have three in kansas city i mean they have like 40 some locations across the country i heard about them when they had about 15 locations and did a lot of research and thinking about what columbia needed Mm -hmm. that's what i landed on so basically you have bowling arcade ropes course and laser tag mm-hmm. um full you know kind of restaurant offerings and bar and party rooms um uh, for for people to have parties so we copied the model for the most part we we've definitely uh had, did some unique things and then what we've added to that is uh we call it a roller skating area i wouldn't dare call it a rink because it's not that big yeah um but kids needed a place to learn how yeah. to roller skate yeah. in this town after um empire closed mm-hmm. and a um a really really cool indoor mini golf experience mm-hmm. it's an 80s themed mini golf and roller skating area a lot of retro arcade retro themed arcades are over at the expansion mm-hmm. um, i mean there was nothing there across the hall and the mall reached out and said would, would you want to do something i'm like yeah this business is going well we're on like three hour waits for bowling and, yeah. and most of our attractions are on waits on the weekend so yeah let's we'll take the space and those are the two the two main attractions we landed on roller skating in particular because People in roller people in Columbia don't know how to roller skate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, you know, they we open the thing up and and they're falling. I mean, this full grown uh, teenagers yeah. like when I'm a roller skating when I was a kid in St. Louis, we oh, had yeah. many choices and I, I was pretty good. Yeah, but you go there and it's pretty much people flowing through. Yeah, you get in this area and I'm glad it's not bigger because I mean people are tripping all over themselves. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like okay, so proof that we need to learn how to roller yep. skate, Colombians. Yep. Um, bring your kids. My four year old daughter went there. My four-year-old, well, my son, who's now nine, he learned to roller skate at Tiger Bounce because oh. I put that little itty-bitty skating area there. Wow, okay. When I took it over, when he was like three or four years old. Yeah. And now he's a great skater. He goes to Jeff City Ice Skates, and he's he's doing very well. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter, uh, within one week, couldn't skate, tr- like any other kid, falling yeah. down, 
And then within a week, she's flying around yeah. all these older kids. Yeah. And then we went to Jeff City, who has a really nice, large roller skating area. And I go yeah. there, I'm like, hmm, maybe the next step is an actually real big one. But yeah. it probably doesn't make money. But for me, I would definitely do it for the community if they would support it. And yeah. we can even break even on it. But uh, my daughter is flying around all these people in Jeff City. The big ro- She's not intimidated at all. Yeah. Because this existed and that's yeah. what i'm hoping more kids more kids will learn to roller skate here and then they'll gain confidence to go to jeff city or a bigger one and 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 not be intimidated by that experience did you put in a ropes course at this location oh ropes course yes we do yeah. have a ropes course okay. above the arcade okay um which is what how main event does it as well and uh we wanted it to be bigger when it have zip lines and all that but for what it is uh, it's a good experience it's, yeah. it's a starter for what we might be doing out at lakeside so how how much square footage are you occupying right now level up now we're close to 40,000. Wow. Yeah. Okay. With this expansion. Yeah, absolutely. And you're busy. You're happy oh. with the way the business is, is coming. Oh, together. yeah. I yeah. mean, people in Colombia, obviously we needed this, but um, they've been very, very supportive of the business. Mm-hmm. I know it's not you know cheap to go there with a the family of four. You're going to spend maybe $100, $150, but you're going to have so much fun. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to have to go to St. Louis to go to Dave & Buster's or Kansas City to go to you know main event or an arcade there. It's right here in Columbia. Your family's visiting from out of town. You can bring them there. They're going to have so much fun. Yeah. Uh, my my son had his baseball um, team party there, and all the kids come up to me. This was the best night ever, <laughs> right? And that's what I love to hear. Yeah. So, it, it, but people are supporting it, and all the time people come to me and like, this is so great. My families love it. Keep doing what you're doing, and that's I so appreciate that because that's why I did it. Yeah. But because it's successful. All those funds that are coming in are going into expansion, and then they're going into Lakeside, and then yep. whatever this downtown entertainment thing could be. Yep. I'm going to continue to reinvest in this community with more fun. Yeah. So the entrepreneurial experience that, that you have been going through, I mean, uh, lots of people have great ideas. You know what I mean? Or th- ideas that they think are great. Um I guess in radio, you can't see the finger quotes, but it, mm-hmm. it, when you when you do the... Um, but you know the the idea of build it and they will come. I mean that that's not really the way it works in business. I mean there's a lot of research that goes into it, but but you you seem to be uh, hitting uh, you know for lack of a better word striking gold every time you do one of these things. I mean it, what what does that process look for you for people that out in our listening audience that are aspiring entrepreneurs? I mean what does the process look for you? Know, you have the idea. Mm-hmm. What what happens between? the spark of the idea and uh fruition implementation what 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 happens so uh yeah keep in mind my background i was kind of like a math star in high school um wanted to be a high school math teacher mm-hmm. that switched majors to business so i focused on finance um so there's a lot of uh Will you know financial feasibility um, return on investment calculations that happen early on? It was true return on investment, but now it's more like um, the total return, like providing jobs. And there's a lot of other pluses other than me getting my money back or getting return on my money when I do this. But I make uh, what I would call calculated risks Um, when I look at Shiloh or like Tiger Balance. I look at what can I acquire, like what would I need to put into it to make it great. Um, you look at all those businesses that just, man, they're just raking in money. Well, yeah. they're great businesses. They've built great businesses. They recognize an opportunity 
and they focus on making it great. Mm-hmm. Um, and and because there's always another guy who can come in and do the exact same thing. Yeah. So the market being being a great market opportunity is not enough because you do it, and someone says he's making money, he comes in, now it's credit. So you have to be great at it, mm-hmm. so that if someone else comes in, they got to they got to step up their game. You yeah. know, so you can't get overtaken. Yeah. So we're always pushing the envelope. So if main event or another family entertainment center wants to open up right next door to us, we're going to hold our own because yeah. we make it great. So we're not mm-hmm. taking any of this for granted. We're just always going to be make it as best as we possibly can. Yeah. So, um, so I would say for an entrepreneur, um, there's tons and tons. Of, we can have a whole show <laughs> talking to the yeah. entrepreneur, but um, that first one's very difficult. Um, no one wants to give you money. I was going to say this yeah. is a terrible idea. So first, don't worry about the naysayers. Yeah. You know, trust your gut. And you're not going to get anywhere in life unless you take some some risks. But also take calculated risks. Realize that businesses fail because they're either un- underfunded, they weren't, they were poorly planned, um, they didn't have the manpower. There's there's very key things that you have to make sure all the pieces of the puzzle are going to come in together. I don't build this great thing, and there's nobody who wants to work yeah. there or whatnot. So it's a lot of work. I mean, it it, it looks glamorous once you're successful, uh, but there's a lot of work that goes into it. There is, yeah. there is, but I, but I love working with. I mean, now Tiger Bounce is is run by Teddy. She owns it, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Uh, so I was able to take that over and facilitate her entrepreneurial journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got Ryan running Silverball now. He's a bar owner. That was his dream. Yeah. I found out, and now he's living out that dream. And mm-hmm. Justin at at Shiloh is living out his dream of being a restaurant owner. Yeah, and that's the type of thing that I can do a lot of because I can take six months and I can invest with a with a would be entrepreneur and and facilitate their entrepreneurial journey and walk away. Yeah, but I can only do so many businesses that I have to be actively involved. Yeah, with. so I'm very excited about other opportunities that involve facilitating other people's entrepreneurs, more of a venture capitalist mm-hmm. type of a model versus me opening things and trying to figure out how to make them great for the, you know, and stay involved as an operator long-term. Do you think there's something about your childhood or where you grew up that sort of had some influence on your work ethic? 100%. Yeah. I mean, growing up in Florida is a very diverse area. You know, yeah. you don't have the nice Nikes that, you know, the, the people out in West County have, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, you, you, money is a money, I hate objectifying money, but mm-hmm. you definitely realize that um, that you don't have it, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and you you gotta have some. Uh, when you're young, it's money, yeah. And then older, you realize that money doesn't give you happiness, and it's more about what you can achieve mm-hmm. and, and and personal fulfillment and and doing good in your community and all those other things. But money doesn't hurt; uh, it helps all those things happen. But um, I would say growing up with, you know, kind of like middle, lower, middle income, yeah. hardworking, blue collar family. My mom hung wallpaper for like 30 years mm-hmm. um, and she was an entrepreneur. She, she created her own wallpaper, wallpaper business. Um, my dad, um, you know, being my, 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 my father being in construction, um, and my stepfather being in, uh, he basically converted the minivans, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. fascinating business in St. Louis. So ever hardworking people. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, every dollar we got, we, we appreciate it. We'd never take vacation. We, we don't even get out of Missouri. Like, I think I went to Disney World like one time as a kid. Yeah. And now I go, you know, multiple times, bring my family all the time. Yeah. It's very fortunate to be able to do that. But I didn't have those experiences growing up and other kids did. And I was like, I want that. I want yeah. that life. I want that life for my kids. So, mm-hmm. so a tons of motivation. And then when I get there, just kind of feeling like, I don't, I don't deserve it. Like, like the success has come 
pretty quick. You know, yeah. when I was in my late 20s and the pinball company was yeah. taking off, I was making more money than I ever thought I could. Mm-hmm. So I just reinvested in, and got into the amusement company and growing it. So I don't have a ton of money in the bank and I never want to. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just, uh, you know, and I don't have any stocks. I don't own any stocks. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I would rather just keep investing in myself because mm-hmm. I know that I'm, I can control what I do with my money and continue to grow this, this little mini empire. The empire of fun is what we call it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if it all collapses, uh, I know I'm going to be fine living in an apartment as long as I have my, my family and yeah. my health. Yeah. Um, it's, so it's not about what I can have for me. It's what yeah. I, what impact can I have on the community on this time I have on earth? And, um, I'm blessed to be in a situation where I can do that. So I feel the responsibility of the success and having to make this best impact, provide most jobs as I can. And, um, and, and that's what I'm going to do till I, till I die. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully yes. it's here in Columbia. Yeah. Good for you, man. Um, in our remaining minute, uh, just a quick recap. Uh, Shiloh is, uh, up and running. There's a lot of things that happen there. So folks go check that out. Check out the, uh, the new menu items. Uh, you have big plans for 4th Street. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, Lakeside Ashland, uh, you think that we will see, uh, hopefully something as soon as July, maybe, uh, taking place. This uh, July or next July? We no, don't know. This, this but July. <laughs> hopefully it was this last July. Ju- yeah, exactly. So it could be next July, but yeah. we're hoping this July and you know like you like us on the facebook page and we'll keep you updated as to the progress but it's it's coming very soon things are coming together so yeah good good for you all right uh, this has been the ceo roundtable show on 93.9 the eagle next weekend we've got gabe huffington from columbia parks and recreation uh, coming in to give us an update on some of the things happening there we'll see you next weekend this is fred perry signing off for the ceo roundtable on 93.9 the eagle Yeah, I love